Hi, I'm Dan Meyer. I taught math for years to students who didn't like math. These are students who were several years behind their friends, and during that time, they'd seen the same techniques, the same examples, the same exercises. They needed something different. The typical Pythagorean problem set, for instance, has a triangle with two sides known and one side unknown. That's the student's task. Oftentimes, there's no context. The problem is bare. Other times, there's a context, but it's not one that students care about. Pythagorean right triangles are common enough in our students' lives that we can fix this. So last night, you had your students take three photos of right triangles out in their lives for homework, and then they imported them into iPhoto already. So here we are. I'm gonna open up Keynote, go to the iWork folder, and open up a new presentation. Let me delete these right here. And I'm going to open up a blank master and create two new slides for our, our three total photos. And I will only be demoing this with one photo. Go back to the first slide. And now in the media tab, we'll go find iPhoto right here. And in the last import, you'll find your students' three images. I'll take one of those. We can drag this around and that little yellow guide comes up to let me know that I've centered it one way and now it's centered both ways here. And I'm going to get some breathing room on the scene by changing the, the zoom to say 75. And if you'll indulge me really fast here, I just want to add credit where it's due for this image. I did not take it. A Flickr user named D underscore VDM did and that's invisible. So I'm going to change that color uh, by opening up Closing this and then opening up the inspector. Where do I go for color for text? That T right there looks promising. I'll change the color on this to um, something a little brighter, let's say. And now we have credit where it's due. Okay. I want to make sure that's an actual right triangle and not something that just looks like a right triangle. So I'm gonna go ahead and open up my rulers here. We're already getting mathematical. Go to View, and then Show Rulers. And what I'll do is I'll have my mouse cursor up here in this, uh, this ruler area, and I'm gonna click, hold down, and drag a guide like this, somewhere in the vicinity of this right angle right here. I'll do the same thing over here for a vertical guide. And now what I notice is, is that this, this is looking like a right triangle, but it's, it's a little bit angled funny. It's angled kind of off. So I want to I change the angle on this and get it so it's exactly aligned up with those guides. I'll get more breathing room on this scene here and go to 50% zoom. If I hold down the command key and click on one of these corners, it lets me rotate it. So I'll click and I'm gonna start rotating it and, and then getting that exactly perfect where I want it to be. So that's looking pretty good there. I'll press the, the up and left arrows and kind of nudge that into place. And yeah, this is, a, this is a legitimate right triangle here, okay? We no longer have any need for our rulers and guides at this point. So I will go to view menu and turn those off to hide them. Hide the rulers and hide the guides. Okay, let's, uh, let's go in closer on that right angle. We'll go ahead and go to 100% zoom here. 
Here's the plan now is that I want to trace over that right triangle. I'm, I'm doing what mathematicians call abstracting the right triangle. Right now the right triangle is, is uh, noisy. It's in a photo. There's lots of detail. I want to get a, a pristine copy of that right triangle. So what I'll do is I'll go to the shapes menu. And I'm going to go ahead and add a line. I'll take this line and drag it so that one endpoint is on the right angle. I'll take this and I'll maneuver it so we have one side, one leg of the right triangle. But how do I know if it's really exactly a right angle here? My angle readout there says 272.3 degrees. It's really difficult to get that exactly at 270. If I hold down shift though, it snaps right into place. Okay, and I, I can't see that. I'll, I'll be honest, I can't see that. So I'm gonna go ahead and go over to the inspector and go to the graphic tab. And this is where I can change the line and I can make it thicker if I want to, three, four pixels. I can change it so it's a nice, uh, nice bright red, let's say. Much better, much better. Okay, so now I need that other leg. What I'll do is I will um, copy and paste this right here. Now here's a cool trick. If I hold down shift and I press up and left, it'll put it back into place over the old leg. And now I'll drag the one endpoint here over to the other vertex. If I hold down shift again, there it is, right where it should be. And now finally the hypotenuse. I'll again copy and paste this. Press shift up and left, and I'll drag this remaining endpoint over to here, okay? So now we have a perfect right triangle and we wanna assess our students' knowledge of the Pythagorean theorem here. So to do that, we will need uh, the side lengths. What you do here is grab either one of the endpoints of this leg, hold down shift to keep that right angle perfect. And as you drag up and down, notice this little yellow box that's just above my mouse and how it says the length in pixels. As I make it shorter, the length goes down, Longer, length goes up. What we have here is 131, 132 pixels on the side length right there. What I'll do is I'll create a, a text box here to that effect. 132. And again, let's change the, the color of that. Okay, same thing for the other leg. Drag it a little bit and we see that this one is 313 pixels. I'm just gonna copy and paste this one right here. And this one is 313. And now's the point where we have our students do the Pythagorean theorem. I just need to figure out some way to find the hypotenuse. Uh, what I'll do in this situation is go to Safari and use Google, which happens to be a, a fairly powerful calculator. So right here, if I type in 132 and then shift six, that's the squared here now, plus 313, shift six squared, that gets me 115,393. I will type that in now. And I'm gonna type in SQRT and parentheses around that short for square root. So we've squared them, added them, and now we have 339.7. Copy and paste. 
And just like that, your students have assessed their own abilities with the Pythagorean theorem. One more thing. Let me introduce you to the Metrics tab in Keynote right here. Uh, this is a really powerful place to be if you are a, a mathematician or teaching math students. What you can do here is a lot of the same stuff we just did, only it's a little more versatile. It'll do, it'll do the same thing for many more different kinds of shapes and things. So check this out right here. If I click on this leg of the triangle right here, what you should notice is it has a start and it has an end. This right here, the X and the Y, you know those, those are coordinates. Just notice here that the Keynote has a different coordinate system than we do in our math classes, where zero, zero for us is in the bottom left. For Keynote and other computer applications, it's in the top left. So right here, this, uh, the X's are the same, which makes sense here, because it's a vertical line, 232 pixels over from the left. And then this Y here, the first Y says 298 right there. That's how far down from the top uh, this, this one endpoint is right here. And then 430, the other Y, is how far down this other endpoint is right there. How on earth could we get 132 using only the numbers that we see in the metrics tab right here? Well, you just subtract these two Ys right there. Another way to do this that's a little bit more uh, arithmetic, requires a little bit more math from the students. Uh, same thing for this endpoint right here. Again, here, here you have, though, that the Ys are the same because it's a horizontal line, and if you subtract 544 minus 231, you get 313. There's other fun applications here that I hope you'll use as you go forward in math, especially in trigonometry. If you click on the hypotenuse here, notice that the angle, it says, is 22.3. So think about using sine, cosine, and tangent for this right here. Uh, I can copy and paste this right here, and now I will have labeled my angles also. Tons of applications here. Keep the metrics tab in mind as you move on here. So at the end of all this, all your students or groups of students have these keynote decks with three slides apiece. Have them email you those slides, assemble them all into the same slide deck, and then just scrub through them one after the other. Preferably put their names on each of their own photos along with the, the image credit there. And then what your students need to be on, on the lookout for, your whole class, are the ones that don't look right. Because some of your students in a class full of 30 with three slides apiece, some of them will likely have miscalculated the Pythagorean theorem. So if someone, if someone has this particular slide and on it, uh, instead of 339.7, they have uh, 100, let's say, it's your student's job, the job of the class, to catch these moments where something doesn't look right and then everyone jumps on it and recalculates that themselves. The goal is for the entire class together to come to a perfect slide deck. And like that, my students have found examples of Pythagorean triangles in their own lives. And not only does Keynote help them present them to each other, but it also helps them analyze them geometrically and algebraically. See what other kinds of things you can do with Keynote in your own classes. Thanks.